This call is now being recorded. Welcome, everyone, to another fantasy football season, week one of the Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your commish, don't even need to say my name, and I am joined this week, as always, mostly always, with my co-host and good friend, two-time, two-time champ, Alex Fisher. Wow. Al, how are you doing today? You know... Um, I would love to kind of be like, you know, living the dream, but we don't always have those days, you know. Sometimes, sometimes you just gotta say, I'm doing okay. And, and that's, that's good enough. So, with that in mind, um, I'm, I'm really excited to be here with you doing another podcast. It seems like it's been a, a good while. Um, feels good to be getting back at it. Um, it's kind of the, the solace of summer ending as fantasy football gets going again and, it's always fun to, to do the podcast and to be in the, the league with all of you gents listening out there. Um, so hopefully we have another great season. Um, and let's get this bread, boys. Yeah. Um, Alec and I are both a little under the weather uh, right now, but we're we're still excited to bring you another episode of the podcast for another, another season. And... Uh, First, first podcast with Matt Kruger as our reigning defending champion. So pretty exciting. Yeah. And this year the stakes, well, yeah, for him. And this year the stakes <laughs> are slightly increased with our fee going up from fifty to seventy-five dollars. So a little bit of, wow. uh, yeah, we're fighting for a little bit more now these days. So that's good. I'm excited for that. What does, that, what does that bring our uh, first place pot to? I don't know. I have to put you on the spot. It's okay. usually around sixty percent of what the total of the. I'll I'll figure it out. It will get determined. Um, so approximately five hundred bucks, though. Yeah, yeah I, I did some right. quick math. Yeah, about five hundred. So there you go, everybody. There's your motivation. And every week you yeah, get to I, listen in on Dylan and I share our strategies, our tips and tricks. You can learn from two of the greatest uh, podcast fantasy football owners in history. Um, the championships speak for themselves. So, you know, get a nice, get a nice cup of coffee. I don't know, some some warm tea, um, some some a blanket or two. It's fall. Let's get let's get going. Come on. Um, so I think I think this week what we're gonna do is uh, we are going to go through um, each of the matchups, and within that, we're going to kind of talk about um, each owner's drafts and their teams and where they kind of stand, um, you know, both within the matchup and against the league as a whole. Um, and then afterwards, uh, once we go through everybody's matchup, we will kind of uh, talk about our projections and predictions for who we think uh, will be, make the playoffs and you know, have a discussion about maybe who wins. Um, so that that's the itinerary for today. Um, I Dylan, do you want to lead off with uh, who we're going to be talking about first? Yeah, you did a great job of setting the table for us. So let's uh, jump into matchups right away. Um, yeah, I'll I'll just pick the one that's at the bottom for me and kind of the bottom feeder matchup. No offense to these people. And, and you know, <laughs> fr- the new season, fresh, uh, fresh slate, but, uh, Joel and Ryan Meyer, both guys who I'm pretty sure, I know for sure, Joel did not make the playoffs last year. I do not think that, uh, Ryan made the playoffs last year after he was the champion. I know he still has the ring. Um, which, is he going to be at that wedding this weekend? Yeah. 
Yeah, get the, he better have that ring. He better be in, he better have that thing in town. Get that thing from him. Anyways, Ryan Myers. He did not make the playoffs, by the way. Yeah, that's what did I not. thought. So, so Joel and Ryan Meyer, big matchup. Joel really just trying to find his way out of the toilet seat. I mean, just a rough couple of seasons for this guy. But he's got his team yeah. with, you know, he's got Aaron Jones, a Packer. Is Joel a Packers fan? No. Terrible. But he has a Packer, which I like. Um, Saquon, injury woes. We'll see how it goes with him. Terry McLaurin and Amari Cooper as his receivers, along with T. Higgins, Mark Andrews, Claypool on the bench. Antonio Brown, Mustard, who I despise among many people. As I mean, that's the common theme through the pod over the years, my my disdain for Mustard. Um, and then we have – then uh, that's basically his team. And then Ryan's got Lamar Jackson, Zeke, Chubb, Keenan Allen, Thielen, Noah Fant, Chris Carson – Pretty solid. Just kind of naming the names, just quick naming the names of both their starting lineups. I like Ryan's more. Um, and I like his bench more, too. Uh, I think Ryan's got – I think Ryan has gone back and drafted a pretty solid team for himself. Uh, obviously, we'll see how uh, the season goes. As for Joel, I think – I think his team is good, but I wouldn't be surprised if he has similar woes to uh, prior seasons. But I have hope for Joel. But those are kind of my quick thoughts on the two. Anything you would like to provide, Al? Oh, yeah. Um, So, I mean, first things first, these were a couple of guys, I think. uh, Well, not I think, I know, because I'm looking at it. Uh, these are a couple guys that were in the middle of the pack, uh, picking, um, five or six and seven, um, and then seven and six. Is that how that works? No. Five and four? Five and four. Yep, that's how that works. So picking six and seven and then five and four in, in, um, on the turnaround there, uh, d- during the draft. Um, you know, I think, Getting Zeke and Aaron Jones um, in the first round, uh, middle of middle of the round, um, you know, is about it, it's a really solid you know pickup for both of those guys. I mean, um, those are a couple of guys that you know have gone higher, I think, in previous years. Um, Saquon and, and Nick Chubb, you know, I'm not I'm not high on either of those guys in round two. Um, I think Keenan Allen, Terry McLaurin. Uh, it's not surprising because Joel loves Scary Terry, um, and I'm sure he giggled to himself when he picked him. Um, you know, I Amari Cooper, Chris Carson. Um, you know, I'm not I'm not too big of a fan of you know what they did. I mean, granted, uh, could be just kind of where they were, but I, I don't. You know, I, I'm not in love with either of their drafts, and that's nothing against them. Um, you know, it kind of goes on. Um, I do think um, Mostert in round eight is a solid pickup, as well as, um, you know, Lamar Jackson in round seven. Um, I'm trying to think of something. Ronald Jones in round nine is a great pickup for Joel, I think. Um, and so is James Conner in round ten. I mean, these are, you know, some guys that, that have had really good years in the past. And, you know, if they can stay healthy and, and get into a good rhythm, uh, from the from the get go, they can really kind of tap into what they've done historically. Um, so you know, I think that that's kind of um, shown um, in in their projected totals. They're both about one twenty one nineteen this week. Um, not that it matters at all, but meant to mention this as well. Um, ESPN gave Ryan an eight out of ten um, in his projected league placements. Um, and it gave Joel a 9 out of 10. Um, so for what that is worth, felt like it was worth mentioning. Um, so, I, you know, who do I think is going to win this week? 
you know, as I kind of said, not not a huge fan of either team, uh, but I probably would agree with Dylan that I do like Ryan's team a little bit more. Um, I had Lamar Jackson last year. I think I might have even had Zeke last year. Um, and, I, you know, I, I just think Ryan has a little bit more star power. Um, starting a running back in our league in the flex is, is kind of a bold flex. Um, but, you know, Ryan kind of knows what he's doing, and, you know, I trust him if, if that's the play he wants to make. Um, you know, I would maybe say Robbie Anderson or OBJ if they're healthy, in particular OBJ. Um, get get one of those guys in there. But Chris Carson is certainly a, a very talented running back. Uh, Ryan just has three really good running backs. Maybe he makes look a trade, make looks to make a trade at some point. Um, you know, Joel has a good team as well. Um, I, I could certainly see, especially Aaron Jones popping off in the dome against New Orleans um, as they kind of have a bounce back year losing uh, Drew Brees. Although Drew Brees really wasn't much of a benefit to the Saints last year, so. Um, with that being said, yeah, I think I'm going to go with, with Ryan this week and probably Ryan, an edge to Ryan on the draft as well. I will give a slight correction uh, to you that the game was supposed to be in New Orleans, but they're playing it, I believe, in either Jacksonville or oh, somewhere that's in Florida. Right. Right in Florida. So, um, but that's right. I'm with you. I, I like Ryan's team more. And in terms of this week. I mean, I don't really love the matchups for either, but I like Ryan's a little bit more. And, uh, you know, just for the sake of strictly Ryan better than Joel, I'll just take Ryan. There we go. Um, and then I'll be responsible for, for moving us along. I'll take that responsibility, um, and I will go to the next team uh, above them from the bottom. We'll go Vinny and Jergy. Um, I don't know if you want me to go into this one first, still. Sure, take the lead. Okay. Um, so, same kind of deal. Um where these guys draft? We had um, Devontae Adams um, for Jergy with the five pick, and Vinny had the two pick. So, obviously, that became the six pick and nine pick on the the turnaround. Um, so, so I mean, obviously, a, a little bit more enviable of a draft spot for Vinny, um, and he made the most of it. Um, you know, getting Camara and Antonio Gibson uh, through his first two rounds. Um, Jergy, I do like Devontae Adams at the five spot as well, as well as Calvin Ridley. I mean, you know, really took some really solid, really, you know, some of the best receivers in the league with his first two picks. And obviously being PPR, that's kind of what you're going for. Um, and then, you know, Vinny with Najee Harris and, um, you know, uh, Cooper Cup, also really good picks. Um, and then Jergy uh, with Allen Robinson the second, um, and Miles Sanders, you know, really kind of leveling off. They, they basically uh, flipped wide receivers and running backs the first two picks, I think. Um, so, you know, for, for these two guys, like, you know, a very solid first few rounds. Um, I'm I'm big fans of those those drafts. Um, just from what I've heard, um, the, the league gave these guys, um, Jergy at number four, Vinny at number six. And I think that that's probably a little, a little low based on how I think these guys drafted. Um, and that, that is reflected a bit in their projected totals this week. They both have, you know, a handful of points more than, um, Ryan and Joel at 127, 124. Um, and I, you know, I, I do think I like, man, this is, these are, these are some really solid teams. Um, you know, up and down. Um, I, I probably like Vinny's team a little bit more. Uh, I think Dak, Pre- Dak Prescott probably has a bounce back year. 
Uh, Kamara might be hamstrung a little bit just by not having Drew Brees under center. Um, but I, I really like Chris Godwin, uh, Najee Harris. Another running back in the flex is interesting. Um, and, you know, Jerry is a really solid team, too. I mean, I like Josh Allen, Miles Sanders, Jamal Williams, uh, former backup Packer, Devontae Adams, Calvin Ridley, Allen Robinson. I mean, these are, these are good teams. Really deep benches, too. Um, you know, Sony Michelle, um, Kenyon Drake, Austin Hooper, uh, Kareem Hunt, Chase Edmonds, Brandon Cooks. Um, so these are, you know, really good teams and, you know, probably have some good staying power in the league this year. Um, I'll, again, I'll go with Vinny this week, but I think it'll be a close one. Yeah, I like – I think both rosters are solid. Jerky definitely has the, the better receivers. And, you know, when you draft one in the first round, that's going to happen. Uh, he's not very – I mean, Miles Sanders should be a good running back pick, but Jamal Williams as your RB2 is pretty risky to start out the season. And, you know, Zach Moss and Sony Michelle on his bench. I, I'm not in love with the running his running back core. It really scares me, honestly, for Jerky. And he does have some – I guess he has Kenyon Drake, too. But, like, his receivers on the bench with Debo and Ruggs, I'm not in I'm not in love with it. I think I think Vinny has a better team up and down. I think he has more depth. Um, he's got Kamara and Gibson, who, whereas Jerky has the star receivers, Vinny has the star running backs. Um, and Cup and Godwin are still very good receivers. Uh, but and with Najee Harris too at running back, I think Vinny's just overall a bit more solid. As for Week One, quickly kind of scanning things, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the general here in Week One. Even though, like I said, I think Vinny's team is better and more deep, but just for week one purposes, just kind of scanning matchups quick. Um, I'm going to go with Jerky in the general. I think he gets out to a quick 1-0 start, and it's going to be a, a pretty good year for the, the general, I think. So I'm going with him in week one. Nice. Yeah. Um I think, you know, this is, looks to be maybe a bounce back here for Vinny, and Jerry's always a rock-solid owner. Um, I think with that being said, let's go on to you and Kevin. And uh, yeah. I can – sorry, I was going to say oh. I can uh, start us off again if you want. Well, I'll just jump in and start with uh, – and talk a little bit. Let me a little, get a little rant in about my team. Um, yeah, go for it. I'm not feeling as good as I did right after the draft. But, man, after I drafted, I thought I drafted a gold mine of a team. And I'm still pretty pleased with it. I've got pretty high expectations for myself this year with uh, what I was able to pull together on draft night. So I'm pretty excited about things uh, with my team. I drafted number one. Uh, it was not a rigged selection, as some people may think, uh, but I was handed number one fair and square, took Christian McCaffrey. Um, I pray, pray every night that he doesn't get hurt this year, but if he doesn't, he should be a slam dunk, just superstar for fantasy and really get my team going places, so... I, yeah, I'm psyched as hell about my team. Real happy with it. Just looking at Kevin's team, I think he he drafted fairly well, even though he you know he had some internet issues on draft day. Um, I I thank him for dealing with it. I know for him the draft time wasn't ideal, but you know he still was able to get a team together, and I think it's pretty good with Derrick Henry, DK Metcalf, Mike Evans. Well, we'll see how Julio does in Tennessee, but 
man, the fact that he has Brady as a starter, but he quietly has Aaron Rodgers as his bench quarterback is sick. Um, other than that, I'm not in love with his bench. Uh, there's a lot of mouths to feed in Pittsburgh, so we'll see how Smith Schuster does. Um, but yeah, I I love my team more. I'm gonna pick myself to win this week. But those are my my thoughts on my team and what I think was just a great draft. And then Kevin's team, which I think he drafted pretty well too. I think he's got some good players, but I like my team more. Yeah, I I like your team a little bit more as well. I think you did a great job drafting. It's it's really solid at every position up and down. Um, and yeah, I think Kevin for you know what he had to deal with on draft night was um, a really great draft as well. I, I would even say I kind of like his bench. You know, you do have some guys that have some very good historic production, and um, you know they they really could do something with. It. I mean, AJ Dillon could. Uh, pick up all of those carries from Jamal uh, Jamal Williams, and really, uh, you know, have a good year this year. Um, he has a lot of potential, and we'll have to see what he does with that. Um, yeah, it is interesting him starting Tom Brady. Um, I should actually go into first before I get too far in there. Oh, and I wanted to say too. I mean, what is like, but you know, even if Kevin doesn't win, what is like seventy five bucks to somebody who lives in San Francisco, like a cup of coffee? I mean, so, like, it doesn't really matter, you know, like, oh, well, like, you know, Kevin probably, like, lights his stogies with $100 bills in, in San Francisco, so uh, nobody feels too bad for Kevin. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, I think Kevin auto-drafting, getting Derrick Henry, um, you, Christian McCaffrey, I mean, you had said you were going to take him, and you were true to your word, and it was, you know, I think a very good pick. Um, with just how lethal that guy is. And, and, you know, I think we just have to take a second to appreciate a white white running back getting, um, you know, drafted first overall. It's just you don't see that every day. Um, so kind of cool. Um, and, you know, from there, um, Justin Jefferson is a great pick at pick 20. Um, Darren Waller is, you know, had a, had a lot of good, you know, had some good years at, uh, tight end for uh, the Raiders, um, and Josh Jacobs, another Raider. D- Dylan went Raider heavy in the the first four rounds, um, and you know Kevin, DK Metcalf, Mike Evans, um, Joe Mixon, all really solid guys as well. Um, and I think that that's again reflected in, in the strength of your guys' the two teams, um, the league or ESPN, whatever you want to say, uh, gave you, Dylan, um, number three overall, gave Kevin Clark number seven. Um, so I think it's a little low for Kevin, too, but what do I know? Um, I do think, I do like your team, just uh, a little bit more. Um, so I'm going to give you the edge this week as well. I just think you have a little bit more talent. Um, and at least is how things shook out last year and how they go into this year. I, I would I would put my money on cool runnings to take home the win in week one. Yeah, and I just want to clarify that that Raider thing was not intentional, um, but I needed a running back, and I, I kind of realized after I took Jacobs that, oh, I already have Waller. It's kind of dumb to have a receiver and running back <laughs> on the same team especially the Raiders of all teams. But, you know, I like Jacobs more than, like, Chris Carson or some other people that were out there at the time. So I went with it. Um, so we'll see how it goes. But I'm I'm pretty happy with my team. And uh, next we can, we can talk about your matchup with Nick Paul, and I'll let you do the honors of starting. Oh, man, yeah. Um, you know, I had the ninth. And uh, second pick on the the turnaround, um, I really like. You know, I'm not a huge Austin Eckler guy, um, but my sheet, you know, really put him up there this year. And I mean, I think he had a pretty good year last year when he was healthy. I don't entirely remember, um, but you know, being in a PPR league, he's not a guy that gets a lot of carries. You know, if this was any other kind of setup, Eckler wouldn't have been a 
a great great pickup. Um, but I, I really like Tyreek Hill. You know, getting Mahomes a little bit of a reach for a quarterback in round three, um, but something that's just you know kind of a stud week in week out. C.D. Lamb. Um, you know, I'm pretty big pretty big fan of of what I did um, right off the bat, and then Mr. Cheese Dalvin Cook with the third pick, and then. Uh, number eight pick on the turnaround, A.J. Brown, um, and then George Kittle and DeAndre Swift. I mean, you know, again, like really solid. Everybody drafted just really well this year. So, you know, pat pat on the back to everybody uh, for, you know, kind of stepping it up and, you know, really making it a little bit more competitive each year. Um, I, I would disagree with the league. You know, they did this shit last year, too. They gave me, like, the worst draft which I almost kind of wear as like a badge of honor because I, I clearly never have the worst teams. And so if I'm going against ESPN and they kind of want to be like, Alec, you're the, you have the worst team every single year. Like, okay, like I'll, I'll take it. Um, and Nick Paul on the flip side with number one. So we'll see how well ESPN, uh, this is like a, tale of two cities in, in terms of, um, you know, how Nick Paul and I, I guess, drafted, um, under the opinion of ESPN, uh, I'm not starting. I don't have a head coach uh, electing to again employ that strategy this year. Um, you know, I I, I got to go with my team. Um, I, I really I was a big fan of my draft. Um, the only thing that I'm kind of questioning is um, how high my sheet had Michael Carter, who's a rookie running back coming in for the Jets. I mean, not, not a lot of people. Um, you know, know about him, um, or have heard of I didn't hear of him or know of him. Um, but you know, I do have some two really solid running backs, both Eckler and Gordon, even if they're not maybe your traditional workhorses. I think um, you know, that's kind of where ESPN is really valuing Nick and against me and you know, nothing against Nick's team. I love George Kittle, I love uh, you know, Kyler Murray I think will have a big year. Justin Tucker is always a legend, um, as a kicker, so It'll be an interesting matchup, and I think uh, we'll have to see how our how our two cities turn out at the end of the year. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, your your team, like you said, I don't really like when people draft quarterbacks early, but when you're pairing Mahomes with Tyreek Hill and like single handedly, those two guys if they go off they could win you a matchup on their own. So, yeah, I mean, that's a pretty good uh, stack up there. Uh, Eckler, he's – I like Eckler. I've always been an Eckler guy, but he, he does have a – he does get injured at least like a couple games each year. And I think with like the running backs that you have with Melvin Gordon, who might not even – he might be sharing time in Denver in that backfield and – with the Michael Carter, who I did make the prediction to Pete that when you drafted Michael Carter, you had not heard of him before that day. So and <laughs> you kind know. of made it seem like you didn't know who, the, like you hadn't really heard of him. So I'm going to say that that was correct. Um, you were you correct. Didn't know. Yeah. So yep. I didn't readily admit it. I didn't make that prediction to Pete because. Um, no, admittedly, I hadn't even heard of him, but I was like, for sure Alec doesn't know who this guy or like, hasn't heard of him until today. But yeah. you went with no. Michael Carter. Um, no, I like your team with C.D. Lamb. Uh, I said this thing before with someone on someone, other, someone else's team with Juju. There's so many mouths to feed with Pittsburgh, but Deontay Johnson should be good. Um, I like – flyers on your bench like Holiday and Chark and Samuel. Like you you have a pretty good deep receiver core. Running back, not so much, but I think you still have a pretty good team with like the quarterback and you have and Tyreek Hill and I think you'll be fine. I'm not in love with the team with the running back situation, but I think you'll be perfectly fine. Nick Paul, uh Delvin Cook Real good, solid pick. Uh, Swift, we'll kind of see how that uh, – the Lions team is just like, I don't want any of those guys. 
like receiver, running back tight. Well, I guess I would take a flyer on Hawkinson. He's probably their best skill guy, which you have yeah. your tight end. But other than that, I yep. wouldn't want a lion. So good luck with Swift. He could be good, but I don't trust it. Um, A.J. Brown should be good for the Titans, Kittle. I like the Mike Davis pick, not so much as, like, a starting running back in your flex, but I do like him as, like, RB3 or maybe RB2 later in the season. I like him more than Swift. But uh, guys like Corey Davis and Boyd on the bench, Fuller for future weeks. Um, He's got some depth, but not not a ton. At like, I don't know. I I think he'll be good. I like your team more than his. Um, as for this first week, I don't. I guess just quick off the cuff, since I always go against you, I'll, I'll pick against you. It makes you happy. Nice. So I'll, Thank I'll you. Pick Nick Hall this week uh, to please Al. But, uh, no, I think your team is better, but, like, that doesn't matter week to week, per se. Um, yeah. And I I also don't think it's, like, so significantly better than Nick. So that's why I'm going to go with Nick this week. But I think both teams are pretty solid. And then yeah, that I think that's a very fair analysis. <laughs> Thank you. And then that leads yeah. us to our final matchup of the week, our game of the week. Drum roll. Reigning defending champion, Matt Kruger, the Denmark just – I was going to say something, then nothing really came to mind. So, anyways, the Matt Denmark Kruger. Denmark Delight? <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Denmark Delight, Matt Kruger, against Pete, our three-time, three-time, three-time champ. And you know, I know Pete. He had a he had a real shitty raw deal last year with just a hell of a team who just faced incredible outputs week after week in the playoffs. Uh, went out early first week of the playoffs. Kruger had just had that just a stunning magical year where his team was just amazing and ironclad and you know you won't want to admit it but he had the best team last year and he showed it and this year I think he's I think he's drafted a dandy again I was that was one team that when Pete and I were kind of talking about teams after the draft his was one that stuck out to me that I really liked uh I'm not We'll see with Edward Pilaire. With uh, he got hurt last year. We'll see how he is in that Kansas City offense. He should be pretty good. I really, I'm a fan of Robinson for Jacksonville, and I know Krug's had him last year, so hopefully he will be good for him again. Ayuk, uh, I don't love the Niners, but I guess he's fine. Kelsey's great. Gus Edwards, I think he'll be really good in the offense without uh, – oh, what's that guy's name from Ohio? Dobbins, who got hurt for the Ravens. Um, his bench – his bench could be a lot better, I think, but I really like his starters. Uh, I do think he could use some depth improvement, but good starters – as for Pete's team, I like the running backs in Taylor and Montgomery. Uh, Diggs is good. Usually he goes with Cooper Cup, but he's elected to go with Robert Woods this year as his uh, default Rams receiver. So, and he's, I know he's all in on Pitts, really likes Pitts. Uh, I had Judy last year. I, I like him. I think he'll be good for, for Pete. He's got Guys on the bench at receiver like Landry and Hollywood Brown and Pittman, um, and even that sick Williams for Detroit. Freaking Detroit guys. Anyways, I think he I think he has more depth than Kruger. I think both teams are are pretty 
good though. Um, week one. Fuck it, I'll go pee. But I. I the collusion I continues. I'm, I'm just, you know, I usually pick it. I pick me. I pick against you, and I pick Pete. So you know, I'm kind of sticking to that stuff with week one. Um, just firing some quick picks, not really analyzing matchups too much. But yeah, that's what that's what I'm going to go with. Pete beating the defending champ Kruger week one and making a statement. The collusion continues. Um, I, I think, um, yeah, I, I mean, these are two very solid teams, as you kind of said. I mean, and, and as, and as I said earlier, um, you know, I, I really do think everybody had a very good draft this year. Um, Pete drafted, Pete and I always draft near each other. It is like either he's nine, I'm 10, like wherever it is, like we're always right on top of each other. Um, so this year was no different, you know. Pete was ten and one on the on the flip, um, and then Matt Kruger was eight and therefore three. Um, you know, I really like. I don't know if I like Kelsey in round one, but it is what it is. I mean, he is a very good player. I, I really like DeAndre Hopkins in round two, um, and then I really. Uh, I like, uh, I like, uh, well, I had Clyde Edwards Lair last year, so I like him too. Matt's going heavy with Kansas City. Um, and then James Robinson, another good pickup. Um, and then Pete Jonathan Taylor, Stefan Diggs, David Montgomery, um, Robert Woods. So, I mean, two very good, you know, beginnings to each of these guys' drafts. Um, Matt, was ranked number two overall by ESPN. And um, each with number five. Um, and I think that that's probably a little higher than what I would give these guys. Not that I, I think that their teams are bad, but I think we've talked about some better teams already. Um, you know, I, I'm not a huge fan of Justin Herbert. Not a huge fan of Russell Wilson. Um, David Montgomery is just kind of okay. Um, uh, like Gus Edwards, everybody's starting running backs in their flex this year. Is everybody like in on something that I don't know? Uh, but I don't know. I mean, I think like <laughs> these guys, uh, they have, they're very serviceable, very solid teams. Um, you know, I put them probably middle of the pack or so. Um, I, I do think, as you kind of alluded to, Dylan, they do have really deep benches. Um, and so that's always huge, as Nick Paul finds out every year. Um, because guys go down and also some guys rise to the top that didn't have good last years or didn't have good years last year or, you know, what have you. So, um, I think I'm going to go Matt just because you went Pete. Um, not really anything scientific to it, but, um, that is where I am going to place my trust in the international delegation, uh, to, to defend his title week one. Matt Kruger still hungry with something to prove. I don't know what else that man has to prove, unless he just wants more money. But uh, <laughs> it wasn't a fluke. I mean, you got to prove it was. You got to win a second one so you can be like, "This was not a fluke. I'm a good owner." Once you get number yeah, two, that's we, that's it. Yeah. No, that's true. I guess he could prove it because otherwise, I'm thinking the story of Kruger is, is like a great season and followed just by toilet bowl or something so i mean we'll see we'll see with kruger he he doesn't really string together like two great years in a row so i guess he does have that to prove prove that he can do it two yeah. years in a row see what i'm saying glad you're on my team now <laughs> a little bit all right um, so with yeah that, i mean pete, pete has something Pete has something to prove too, you know. I mean, Pete hasn't been. Uh, Pete's Pete's got to be hungrier than even Matt. You know, Pete's Pete's a guy that only knows winning, and he hasn't. You know, he hasn't been at the top, the tippity top of the mountain in a while. So I know, I know he wants. Six seasons. Yeah. Six seasons since yeah. he's won a championship, and I know that. Most of, 
most of the league was still in college. Pete was still in college, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, like, we're we're waiting for it. And I think, I don't know if this is the year, just based off that draft, Pete, don't come and kill me. Um, I do respect you, and I, 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 I respect the draft that you did. Um, and we'll just have to see, you know, if I'm right or, you know, if, if I'm wrong, which, you know, does happen time to time. So, but yeah, anyways, moving on, um, let's go over our picks, um, for the playoffs. Who do we think, Dylan, who do you think are going to be the six teams that make it out of the regular season and going for a shot at the title? Are we going to do all six? I think in the past... I don't know. Done, How do we normally do just that? A, I think we've done just, like, a couple to make it and then, one, like, two to make it and two... Or one not to make it. I think that's what we... You can do whatever you want. I'm going to do the two and one. But if you want to go full-fledged the whole uh, the whole playoff bracket, you can go for it. Um, but I'll... I want to say Joel to be the team not to make the playoffs. But that's not even, like, that's not going out on a limb. So I don't want to – I'm not going to pick that as Joel, the team, not to make the playoffs. But that's what I want to do. Um, oh, shit. I don't have, like, a good backup, though. Uh, I guess I'll go with – the team not to make the playoffs this year. I hate. Ugh, I don't know. I I'll pick Ryan. I'll pick Ryan. I'm pretty sure I picked Ryan last year not to make the playoffs, and he didn't. So, if it ain't broke, why fix it? Let's shoot for that again. Um, teams to make like the playoffs. I'll go with. I'll go with Kruger. Prove me wrong. Prove that you can do it two years in a row, Kruger. I'm rooting for you. Uh, bring bring another title back to the continent of Europe. So do that. And then I'll pick – I like Pete's team. I'll go with Pete. Wow. But these are kind of I, uh, in the dark, and I, I don't exactly love them, but that's what I'm going with. I'm, uh, I think I'm going to go actually with each team as my team that I will say uh, does not make the playoffs. I think I think Joel and Ryan also don't make the playoffs. Um. And I think everybody else has a really good shot. Um, I'm just not a big fan of Pete's team for whatever reason. I, I don't. I don't have anything against Pete, and I respect his draft and his drafting abilities a lot. Um, and nothing against Joel or Ryan either. But um, I think I think we we see them missing the playoffs again. Um, and I wanted to make a, a slight um, uh, correction as well. Matt Matt should be back in Milwaukee. So not only does he have something to prove winning one, um, another title just to win another title, so he can say he has two, but also to prove that he can win one in Milwaukee, his hometown. You know, coming back to the States eventually, mid-season, a mid-season move for Matt Kruger in, in the Feathered and Lethals. So, um, yeah, but his return date hasn't been determined, and I'll believe it when I see it. So Fair I, enough. We'll see. But continue, sorry. I think I have to go with the, the people who I think will make the playoffs are Nick, myself, um, you, Jergy, and then I'm trying to debate between Kevin, Vinny, and, and Matt. I don't know. I think I still just leave it there. I think those are the three that I think – you know, I think I gave three that I think will miss. I gave three that I think are on the bubble, and I gave three um, that I think you know are definitely locked. Um, or did I give four? No, I, oh, I gave four that were locked. Okay, four that were locked. All right, so 
Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I, if I had a gun to my head, who wins this year? Um, I, I, I might say, I might say Nick Paul wins. You know, I think it's time. Um, when we, we, Nick Paul and I drafted together this year and I made some jokes about, you know, uh, anybody that he drafts probably has a pretty good chance of being out for the year. Uh, but I, I think, I think, <laughs> I think Nick Paul, this is his year. He's been waiting, chomping at the bit, bit. For any, for any amount that Pete wants this, Nick Paul has to want it for. I mean, this guy eats, breathes, sleeps football. I mean, he's on, he's on my touch football team. Uh, out in Waukesha County, um, you know, where he's going to win the championship there with me, and then he's going to win the championship in our league, and that's that's just what Nick Paul's going to do this year. So, Nick Paul, uh, I like your draft. I like what you've done. I think uh, I think you'll be bringing it home this year. Wow, and he he really, I mean, considering we've been saying Nick Paul seems like the guy who will win one, we've been saying that for like five plus years. I mean, it must really yeah. bother him then seeing guys like Ryan and and Kruger put it together for seasons and and win one. And uh, yeah, I, I'm sure Nick Paul will be hungry. Yeah, as you said, he just always has that terrible injury luck. Poor guy. But uh, hopefully, getting out there on the the football field himself will give his team a little bit more toughness this upcoming season. Um. And he's going to be in, and at some point he's going to be a married man. So he's going to have that going on. A little honeymoon fever. Never know. Yeah. Well, will there be a uh, young cheese before, you know, the end of the 2023, 2022, 2023 season? Will there be a young cheese? And, And will Nick Paul have, you know, something, you know, something up his sleeve this year who knows we're we're excited here at the at the podcast media people network of dylan and i since we're, you open the door i'm gonna ask the question what happens yeah. even though you just predicted him to win the championship what happens first mr cheese wins a championship or mr cheese breeds and there's a young mr or a young sir cheese oh wow yeah, I, I think – I mean, I predicted already that Nick Paul wins this year, so I can't go back on that. I don't think yeah. Nick Paul has time. I don't I don't know if he has time. So uh, I'm well, go with the under. I'm glad he finally – him and the uh, We Energies boys finally got my power back going. So thank you for that, Nick Paul. Yeah, I mean, appreciate that. They're just lazy. 25 hours last month. Real nice. Yeah, just just jerking off, just just circle jerk, and just being like, "Ha, these these folks don't have power. Where are we energies? We don't give a shit. We're a monopoly sanctioned by the government. Who cares?" And Nick Paul, you know, that's why he's going to win this year. He's he's got a little bit of an edge to him now. I think, you know, being a married man, working for the man, Nick Paul's got it. <laughs> Uh, I don't have anything to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nick Paul on cloud nine. Yeah. This is the most we've ever talked about Nick Paul on the podcast. You just have to keep going. Oh, no, we, this, this is a good time to stop. Um, oh, I missed I, the root for the first days. <laughs> um. I mean, I think just just for a tip of the hat, you know, while we were gone over the summer, congrats again to the Milwaukee Bucks and all of you Bucks fans out there, um, and and Vinny for being my honorary Bucks pal uh, in Denver, Colorado, and shushing the Phoenix Suns fan as Giannis dad dicked them in Game Five. Um, you know, I, it was tip, you know, way way to go. And I think you know, Wisconsin sports, the other two teams, not looking too bad either. So. Let's we we have a lot to look forward to um between fantasy and real sports and um Yeah, Brewers, yeah. baby. Should be good. Yeah. And uh I've been getting alerts, they're they're up tonight now too, so nice. yeah, Brewers are are doing well. Bucks got us a win. We were downtown to experience that Al and it was a That's it was right. a great night. 
and we will have a great fantasy football season, and this has been a great week one podcast, and I hope you have great health the rest of the week, Al. Thank you. Hopefully my COVID test will be negative. I pray. Knock on wood, everybody. So I, I hope that you feel better as well, Dill. I think uh, I think we want to thank everybody for listening. Um, best of luck in week one. Congrats, everybody, on a good draft. And we'll see everybody in week two of the Barnhart Fantasy Football League Delta variant. Later, y'all. Bye.